What's up? Got people in the balcony. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday, New Hope. Come on. Celebrate 19 years. I got to, um, I got to tell you that I've, uh, I've just kind of been in my feels this week, to be honest with you. Um, went to bed last night. I was really tired. I've done some traveling this week. Went to bed at like uh, 11.30 and was up at 1. How crazy is that? So that and didn't go back to sleep and just, just been reflecting and just so grateful for you. I mean, look around you guys. Can you see it? Every single week, we are growing a church out of a global pandemic. And it's so awesome that we get to be involved in this. And maybe I'm just a little emotional because I don't know about you, but there were times in 2020, I wasn't sure I was even gonna make it to this moment. Uh, but here we are, and it is so good to be with you. Um, hey, do you wanna know where we're going next week? Just like before I get into the, the, the message, that you wanna know where we're going next Sunday? Y'all normally like to do that. We normally let you know that. Uh, we're gonna start a new series a week from today called Modnik. You're like, what are you talking about? Modnik. I know you have no idea what that means, but say it with me. One, two, three, Modnik. What you just said was the word kingdom backwards. And so we're doing a series. Uh, if you've studied the kingdom of God in the Bible, you realize that the kingdom of God is this upside down, this, this reversal kind of kingdom. What I mean by that is like the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And I can give you more and more examples. Next Sunday, we're kicking off a brand new series. We're gonna take every letter of the word kingdom backwards and we're gonna teach biblically what the kingdom of God is like. Jesus said, we want the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, we say this in the Lord's Prayer, right? To come on earth as it is in heaven. Short little trailer video, but check it out. This is where we're going. Next Sunday. Hey, would you do me a favor? Would you welcome all of the campuses? I'm talking about the Durham campus, Sanford campus. Garner Campus, Hillsboro, keep it going. Kenya Campus, Online Campus. Very, very exciting. Hey, so we're wrapping up this series today, Hope is How. And I have quoted each week, and I wanna quote it one more time because I want it to settle so deep into your soul. It's a quote by Dr. Bill Bright. Some of you will know that name because in college you were a part of Campus Crusade for Christ. And Dr. Bright said this. Won't you read it out loud to me for this last go around? Ready? Go. There is no higher calling or greater privilege known to man than being involved in helping fulfill the Great Commission. Now, what's the Great Commission? Matthew 28. 18 through 20. You did that so well. Why don't you just read this with me out loud? And you guys are really uh, projecting out with your mask on. I love it. All the campuses. Here we go. Great commission. Go. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, great job, here we go. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. 
It's in that great commission, in the last words of Jesus, that the vision of New Hope Church came to fruition. It's captured in our mission. And if you've been here, uh, you probably know this. And even if you haven't, maybe, maybe some of you are back for the first time because this is an amazing crowd coming into 2021. What does R stand for? Reach. Good job. T. R. Release. Today I want to talk to you about release. Three-part series, and we're going to talk about release. The power of the gospel permeating out from the church. The mission statement, one more time, again, as we wrap this up, the mission statement out loud, all of our campuses, and those of you in the balcony, I want to hear you up there today. Ready? Go. We exist to reach people with the hope of Jesus. Teach them to follow God's word and release world changers. That's why Jesus said, go into all the world and make what? Disciples, that's reach. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. That's teach. And remember, as you go, as you're released, remember, I am with you always to the very ends of the age. And in 19 years, I just want to stop for just a moment today and just celebrate the goodness of God. Luke 19, 10, Jesus said, I've come to seek and save that which was lost. In 19 years, we've seen thousands of people get saved and born again. Praise his name, church. Thousands of people. Thousands of people got baptized, Galatians 3, 27. Thousands of lives have radically been changed by the gospel, and you're gonna hear of multiple lives today that have been changed recently. Thousands of people involved in life groups and rooted being taught and discipled, and thousands of people released to serve the church in the world. And this component of release is a reminder that missions is no longer just a foreign concept. Some of you grew up in the church and you know they have Mission Sunday. Y'all remember those? Mission Sundays. And missionaries would show up and the church would always do a separate offering, right, to fund the missionaries. And they'd pretty much sell everything they had and then they would go to the foreign lands, right? Powerful, I mean, saints, godly people. But I don't know if you've picked up on this or not, but the mission field is now America. Or at least it's one of them. The foreign lands, we're still gonna go like the Kenya campus. Man, I've gotten so many encouraging emails from the Kenya campus this week. We're gonna continue to go to Kenya. We're gonna continue to go to Guatemala. We're gonna continue to go wherever God leads us. But we need to remember, or at least be reminded today that the mission field has now become our back door. Like, this is why when you leave every campus, and, and if you're a campus and, and the signs have disappeared, I know sometimes things like that happen, the signs have disappeared, put them back out. At, as you leave every driveway at every campus of New Hope, there's always a sign there. Have you noticed it? You are entering the mission field. The mission field is right next door. And today, I wanna share with you a story. And I gotta tell you that in 19 years of this, I don't think we've ever captured a story that so powerfully encapsulates reach, teach, and release. You know, 2020 was a tough year, right? It was a tough year for all of us. But you know who it was probably toughest for? Well, I would think of two groups, actually. The medical field. Can, can we just thank those who are in the medical field? You are our heroes, right? 
The second group would be parents of children in school. Oh, yeah, you can love on them too. <laughs> parents, how you doing? How you doing? Hang in there. Hang in there. They're gonna go back to school one day, right? But it's, it's been really, really hard. And so something we did in 2020, a lot of you probably have not even heard this story that we're about to share with you. Um, we decided to embark upon a new ministry. Now, ministry is a churchy word, so just... Bear with me here for a moment. Ministry, just make it simple. Ministry is just meeting the needs of people. That's all ministry is. Don't get all caught up in the churchiness of the word. It's just meeting needs. And so we looked around in 2020 and we realized moms and dads were about to lose their minds. And some of them weren't even able to go to work because they had to be home with their children. And some of them were losing jobs. And so uh, we put together a team at our Garner campus and we launched a thing called the Virtual Learning Center. And we partnered with an organization and we're about to show you a video. And as you watch this, here's what I want you to do, please. I want you to think about where do I see reach in this video? Where do, where do I see it? And when you see it, there it is. Where, where do I see teach in this video? And, and where is release. This is good. This is golden. We intentionally saved this one for Vision Day. Check it out. As I look back on what God allowed us to do in 2020, one of the most important ministries that he allowed us to accomplish and be a part of was meeting the needs of parents and children through this learning center. And so I just want to welcome you. I'm glad you guys are here. Thank you for being a part of this. Amy, what has been most exciting to you about the New Hope slash Community of Hope partnership that we've been involved in? So it was this group here on this Garner campus with your leadership at this Garner campus approached us and said, we see the need and we know how you're currently serving. What can we do together? That's uncommon. Wow. And, and was this the first time you have done something like this? I mean, COVID made us do a lot of things for the first time. But had, had you done a virtual learning center at a church before? No. Wow. But COVID presented um, a very definite need. We had families who needed to work. Yeah. They were forced with making the decision between, do I go to work or do I stay home? And if they're not working, there's no income. And if there's no income, you don't pay for lights, you don't pay for water, you don't pay for food, you don't pay for mortgage. And so these two entities, your Garner leadership, your Garner members, your Garner campus stepped up big time. We saw your folks volunteer with their time in the mornings to just to offer kindness and develop relationships and encouragement because you know, the kids, the ones who were impacted the very most had every bit of normalcy just absolutely stripped from their lives. Oh yeah. And so you had care, compassionate, competent, Christian individuals to step forward. So that excitement for me was the thing that made the biggest difference. I think about that verse of scripture where Jesus said, let the little children come on to me. I just had that image that the children were coming to Jesus and they were coming to his body, to this church. And what an honor it was to be able to serve them and their parents during that time. Well, James, it's uh, such a joy to meet you in person. I've heard so many things about you and this handsome young boy, Joel. 
and it's just been such an honor to serve you through this virtual learning center uh, and this partnership that we've had with Community of Hope. Um, how has this experience, this virtual learning center here at the New Hope Garner campus, how has that impacted you and Joel? Um, it's been a pure blessing. When this first happened, our household was turned upside down. Yeah. Um, I am not technology savvy, and being at home online helping on, my son was looking at me for answers. I was looking at him like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, I still have a Rolodex at work. Yeah, so. yeah. By the way, you're speaking yes. for thousands of families. I mean, people were pulling their hair out. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I had no clue of what to do. <laughs> it has brought normalcy to our house like uh, I didn't think was going to come. Yeah. When Joel came home, he was always ready to discuss what he did for today. As soon as he got in the car, Daddy, I did all my work. Yeah. And Daddy, I, I, I finished this. And Daddy, did you know that? And I'm like, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> he was teaching me. I'm like, wow. You can teach old dogs new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> so you went from, let me piece all this together. You went from COVID hitting and, and you guys being at home and you going, how in the world can I teach this kid? Exactly. To him then coming home teaching you things. Exactly. God is good. <laughs> all the time. God. <laughs> Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 says he is able to do immeasurably more yes. than we can ever ask or oh, imagine. Oh, that is so true. Did God not step in and do immeasurably more? Oh, he stepped in. He parted my Red Sea. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, one of the reasons I love y'all's story is because you were not a part of New Hope Church. You show up here at the New Hope Garner campus yes. and you have this great experience with this virtual learning center. And lo and behold, now you've become a part of our church family. What has it been like to get connected at New Hope Church and, and come to this campus? It, it's, it has been awesome. You, um, New Hope don't know a stranger. Mm -hmm. If you come here, you that. almost immediately considered family. Yeah. And it's like you're coming home. The, the praise and worship and, and, and the spoken word was really a great pick-me-up. Um, it, it brought faith back where faith was weakened and the uh, love that was giving behind the word was inspiration, you know. Now's not a time to give up. No. And reinstore that, hey, Joel, you and I are gonna be all right. Come on now. That is incredible. And I think, you know, for, for everybody listening to this, we're in this series now called Hope is How. Hope is how faith gets reignited in a man and a son like you guys. And that is the power of hope. And isn't it great, Amy, that your ministry is called Community of Hope. Mm -hmm. We're New Hope. Yes. And together we partnered to bring hope and faith alive in this family. Yes. That's just incredible. It is. Joel, tell me a little bit about your experience at New Hope Church. What's it been like for you? It's been great. Yeah? What have you enjoyed most about it? I enjoyed the learning part. Oh, wow. And Joel, always keep that. Always keep that hunger for learning and then sharing what you learn. Because when you share it, you learn even more as you teach it to others. So you keep teaching your dad, okay? Okay. Well, Amy, you're going to have an opportunity to speak to the New Hope Movement, who through their generous tithes and offerings um, made this available. What would you say to them? What I've 
heard today from James, which has been so impactful, is that he was disconnected and that God used this opportunity from a group of believers who said yes to joining hands and hearts to serve. And because of that, we now have a legacy of faith. So to the New Hope family, what I'd say is you were a servant of Christ when you said yes. Whether you gave a dollar or a hundred dollars, whether you gave 30 minutes of time, an hour of time, whether you gave snacks, you made a difference. And for that, you have made eternal significance for every family that's been a part of this program this fall. Wow. Well, Amy, that was incredibly well said. And so it's just so great to uh, get to know you. And uh, I'm going to continue to pray for you and celebrate your presence in this church family. Uh, Amy, the whole movement is going to pray for Community of Hope, and we're gonna keep looking for opportunities to partner with you guys. Thank y'all for joining me today, and thank you for um, just allowing your life and your ministries to give glory and honor to Jesus. Yeah, thank you. Amen. Thank you. Reach, teach, release. It's the bullseye for the church. And that's what God has been doing. And it's such a joy and a privilege to me to uh, introduce you to these folks. Um, I didn't know when I went to Garner to shoot the video. I didn't know uh, that I was gonna have them here today. But in the moment, I felt the Holy Spirit impress two things upon my heart. And the first one was to have them here at New Hope Church today. So would you do what you always do at all of our campuses? Would you give a warm welcome to Amy from Community of Hope and James and Joel? Would you welcome them? Man, it... it it was such a joy to be with them, and I uh, just want to thank you publicly and uh, say how much you mean to us. And um, the second thing that the Holy Spirit impressed upon me in that moment that day, uh, first was to have them here, but the second was to bless them on behalf of this church. And so um, I would like to give y'all some gifts today. And the first one is um, it's on behalf of the entire church. It's a, it's a generous gift to Community of Hope. She started this ministry how many years ago? 16 years ago. She's the founder of Community of Hope 16 years ago. And God is using this organization. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I wanted to bless your family. You, you are doing a great job as a single dad. And um, we're proud of you and uh, hope this will go. And just, just bless your family. Use it for whatever you want to use it for, okay? And the last thing I want to do is, um, is Ashton, will you go get it for me? I just took it back there because the battery. Uh, can you go get that for me? I want to give, give him something. Um, 
He was, he was short-spoken on the video, but that's only because we left a lot on the cutting floor. This is one of the sharpest, brightest, articulate kids I've ever come across. For example, in the middle, middle of the video, goes, he goes, hey, do you know how far it is, the distance between Earth and Jupiter? I was like, no, and he spit it out. Then he goes, did you know that the belly of a great white whale, a great white is made of such and such? I was like, no, was, what's, that, what's that television show? Can you impress a fifth grader or something like that? Are you smarter than, is it a fifth grader? Yeah, and then, so finally he, he started quizzing me and I was like, I was like, Ofer, man, I couldn't, I couldn't get him. And, and then finally he goes, did you know a kangaroo can go 30 miles an hour? And I was like, yes, I went to Australia in 2012. I did know that. And so this kid is unbelievably smart. And um, I have decided today, which is, uh, I took it back there and was gonna bring it out. I've decided, thank you, Ashton. I have decided to give you uh, my iPad Pro. This is like a laptop. This is the, this is the, the nicest iPad you can get. And um, I'm, we're going we're gonna to strip it of all of my stuff, Joel, except my sermons. <laughs> I am. And you don't have to read them. But as you grow, if you decide you want to read the sermons, read the sermons, but we're also going to load it up with all kinds of learning apps. This kid has a ferocious appetite for learning. And uh, we're just going to, I want to give you this on behalf of the church and tell you that we love you. We're going to get you a new cover and we're going to put some apps on here for you, some programs and leave my sermons. There you go, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hope is how? Hope is never overrated. Hope doesn't have a shelf life. Hope is as popular today as it has ever been. And I'm just wondering, there's a great spirit of praise in the house today. I'm just wondering if we can pause for just a moment and celebrate just the highlights. This is not even an exhaustive listing. Just the highlights of what we saw God do in and through you and me in 2020. In February, last year, a year ago, Super Bowl, right? We collected over 10,000 pounds of food across the movement and filled various food banks. Come on, church. <laughs> Praise his name. We embarked upon a thing called Project Linus where we supplied blankets to the needy out in the cold. Duke Children's Hospital, we created and knit hats together for babies, premature and cancer kids. Give it up for God and what he did in February. Now March through June, check this out. COVID sucker punched us all. And you would think, what's the church gonna do? Is it gonna continue to do anything? You guys stepped up. We did this thing called Chalk the Lot. 24 world changers came out and created messages that we then turned into ways to show love to our community. We got a group together and we hand wrote 64 cards to local pastors and encourage them to not throw in the towel. Don't give up, keep going. We did postal worker appreciation and breakfast where we delivered breakfast to the postal office and 60 postal workers. We went to the Pruitt Healthcare Nursing Home. We took and bought a bunch of masks and we distributed them to all the nursing homes in our areas. We did a bunny and lamb Easter gift baskets. Families in need, we handed out gift cards to New Hopers and community families in 
need along with Easter at home kits. Local food bank, again, donated over 2,000 meals through their run challenge. And through the Red Cross, we had a blood drive where we volunteered and gave on three separate occasions. New Hopers showed up and gave some blood to save a life. Come on and celebrate what God did. March through June. In July, we went back to the Pruitt Healthcare and we had a worship celebration with those beautiful elderly saints. We, in August, we had 120 world changers participated in various events, military care packages, Ronald McDonald house activity bags, Rise Against Hunger, New Hope from all of our U.S. campuses created over 10,000 meals for people who were hungry. In September, 100, hundreds of world changers came out and participated in various events. The Hope Center your Hope Center, Street Hope in Kenya. We gave $63,000 and provided for ministry with them. We constructed a commercial kitchen at your Hope Center. We purchased and filled a shipping container with lots of supplies for the Hope Center and Kenya campus. This included a new playground equipment, solar panels, various ministry supplies for children and adults. Then the shipping container, because we wanted to be resourceful, we emptied it and turned it into a usable ministry space for the campus and put solar panels on the top of the roof to provide electricity. Food drive for Raleigh Dream Center, 1,580 pounds of non-perishable food plus diapers and cleaning supplies. Paintings, wrapped cards for the Pruitt Nursing Home again. Ronald McDonald activity bags. Lunch and fellowship with Durham Police Department. Garner Virtual Learning Center, which you just heard about. Fall Festival, slaying it. Unbelievable. That's what God did all the way through November. <laughs> September. In October, they came to me and said, hey, can we give 1,600 of your most recent books to prisoner inmates? I said, absolutely. We went and did that. We shipped that container to Kenya that I was just telling you about. 350 bags created for the Raleigh-Durham Center. In November, over 500 world changers participated in various events. Family to family Thanksgiving meals where we packed and delivered to 140 families and 60 more boxes distributed to the Wake County families in need. Operation Christmas Child, you know about that. Operation Christmas Child National Collection Week, 400 bags back to the Raleigh-Durham Center. And in December, Coat Drive, in partnership with Slaying It, we collected 600. 178 items with 55 new coats given to Fayetteville Elementary School, Best Love Foundation. 400 bags created for the Raleigh Dream Center and activity bags were created and delivered to the Ronald McDonald House. That's what you did in 2020. And I just want you to know I'm so proud of you. That is why you will hear me say over and over again, the church is the hope of the world. And you're like, you know, we got some critics in here, I'm sure, some jaded people. And some of you are like, yeah, well, I know the church. I've had bad experiences with the church. Listen, I'm not saying the church is perfect. You know why the church is not perfect? Because it's made up of people like me. And we started a church where there are no perfect people allowed. Can I get an Amen. And, and so I know it's not perfect, but you tell me one redemptive movement on planet earth 
that is more powerful and redemptive for the gospel than the church of Jesus Christ. And when we fix our eyes and our minds and our hearts on this mission to reach, teach, and release, we change the world. How? Hope is how. And so today, just in closing, because I so firmly believe what I just said about the church, it's the hope of the world. Two things. I've given my life to the church. I've got, there's nothing I would rather do than serve Christ in his church. But secondly, because I so believe what I just said, I will forever challenge you to get involved in the hope of the world. If you're looking for a like, you know, a, a social sanctimonious club, kind of a country club kind of church where you come in and, you know, you got your parking spot, right? You got your seat. You, you, it's all about us, us, us. If, if, if you're looking for that, I want to love you enough to say, hey, that's not us. But if you're looking for a movement that tries its very best to stay on point, focused and on mission to reach, teach, and release. This is your place. And I will forever challenge you to get involved. Why? Because I believe this stuff. Why? Because there's nothing better that you can do with your life, your one and only life. You know, some people say, you know what? I wanna leave a legacy. You know what? I'm tired of thinking about leaving a legacy. What do you say we live a legacy? Come on, what do you say? We, 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 we get back, we, we realize God has put us here. Have you thought about this? God is sovereign. He could have had you born at any point in time. But he chose to, have, chose to have you born now. Moreover, he chose to have you in the church to be a part of leading this movement forward in the days ahead after one of the most horrific years we've ever experienced. And so I will keep challenging you to be a part. In fact, take out the card that we gave you on your way in. Did you get one? If you didn't, let us know you can grab one afterwards. You got this card? You know the most popular question I get in ministry for the last couple years? You'd think it'd be like, why, do bad, why does bad things happen to good people? Or, you know, how do I know if I'm going to heaven? You know the question I always get? What's up with the key around your neck? <laughs> I had one dude come out one time. He goes, I know, I figured it out. He goes, that's your house key. You just don't want to lose it. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not. Uh, it, it's, it's a part of a movement called the giving key. And uh, you, you get words put on it. And most folks get a key and then they give a key. And to try to share my heart with you today and, and, and let you know that I see you as a key part of this mission you know, Jesus holds the keys to life and death, amen? But, but I wanna turn it a little bit for vision day. Go ahead and take it off. It's, it's probably taped on the back. Go ahead and tape it off. Take the tape off. Take the key out. And we've put, in the, we've, we've put the word hope on there. If you didn't get one, please grab you one afterwards. I, I wanna give you this, so now everybody knows what the key is about. And I wanna encourage you to wear it. Imagine the conversation starter this will have if thousands of new hopers start wearing this key. People will ask you, what's up with the key? Trust me, they will ask you. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll see the word hope. What's, what's up with the word hope? 
And you will be able to tell them that you are a part of a movement that is trying to usher hope into the world and make a difference in this world. And what I wanna do is just challenge you today. I'm gonna wrap up and I'm not gonna make it painful, but I wanna challenge you. I wanna challenge you with your resources because again, I believe this stuff and there is absolutely nothing better that you can do with your life and your resources than be involved in advancing God's kingdom. And for those of you who are online, if you just follow along with the chat, they will tell you how you can actually get a key as well. We will be delighted to get you one because it's gonna take all of us. It's gonna take all of us to grow this church out of this global pandemic. But the last few weeks, I've been hunkering down on this particular verse, and it's about money. But here's what I know about this church. This is a church that loves to honor God with its resources. Do we have any cheerful givers in the house? I'm just wondering. <laughs> Love this place. So let's read this out loud together. Who, who would think that a church would get excited and read a verse out about money? But New Hope does. Ready? Go. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Everybody say, food in my house. <laughs> Continue with me. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. And the question that I've asked you the last two weeks, and again, we're gonna turn the page and we're going into this Modernic series next week. The question I've been asking you is this, and you have every right to ask this question, by the way, if you're gonna sow into this ministry, if you're gonna tie to this storehouse. Is there food in the New Hope storehouse? It's a great question. And we just celebrated all the ways that God is moving in our midst. Last few weeks, I've been trying to show you a picture of the finances. And some of you just love this. And, and I don't do this a lot, but I like to every now and then just come and say, hey, here's where we are. And before I even do, I, I wanna just say thank you. You guys know that I study churches all over the, all over the world and my tribe has actually surveyed 8,000 different congregants in, in 2020, just to get a feel on, on the pulse of what's going on. And before I show you these numbers, and they're, they're a little alarming because we want you to know your key, you should know that New Hope is far above the national average in terms of folks coming back to church and folks giving. But nonetheless, 2020 has been a challenging year. Here's the slide that I showed you week one, just gonna hit it ever so quickly, some of you weren't here. 2020, January to June, we had 2,368 unique givers. That dropped by 632 between July and December. We weren't, we weren't in church, we weren't passing a basket, so many of you were still giving online, so thank you, thank you, thank you. The number of gifts, you'll notice, dropped from 19,000 to 16,280, dropped by 2,845 number of gifts. We've done the research. We believe most of that's probably related to the fact that we don't pass the basket anymore. Second slide. 
I showed you this last week, and then the third one's the one I'm really gonna give you, give you a little bit more intel today. The, the second one, you'll notice the red line at the top is the number of gifts. Notice that in January and February, we're growing, even in the number of gifts. March rolls around, COVID sucker punches us all, and we start the trend downward in terms of the number of gifts. And the unique gifts, you see that trend line as well, continuing to, to trail off. Now, the, the, the most important data point that I wanna give you today is this next slide. In January and February, check this out, the giving at New Hope Church in 2020 increased $142,356 over year over year, 2019. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Then March rolled around, again, COVID had to move the entire movement online, away from on-site, and you see, you see the trend line that the other graphs were showing you as well. But the thing I wanna point out to you most importantly today is from July to December, notice the box in the right-hand side. From July to December, giving decreased by $673,952 year over year. Now, a couple really important, but leave that up there so they can just study that for a moment. A couple really important points you need to know about this church. We watch this stuff like a hawk. So the moment we started to notice that, guess what we did? We adjusted our ministry. We adjusted what we did. We will never, this is our commitment to you, we will never spend more money than we're bringing in. So we adjusted our ministry. To be honest with you, we had to make some hard decisions regarding staff. I, I don't have anything to hide. We had to make some hard decisions. We've had to pivot quite a bit, but that's $673,000 less that we had to do reach, teach, and release. And so, again, thank you. These numbers are, are, are unbelievable when you do a national survey. Thank you for your generosity. But here's what I know in moments like this. Some of us have just changed patterns, and I want to call you back. Some of us have never honored God with the tithe. And I wanna challenge you to do so. If you want more information like this, go online. We, we put these out every single year. Here's a vision report. You can go to online and you, you can look at our full vision report. Go to visionreport.org and you'll see all kinds of praises. You'll also see the finances, where the money's going, all that kind of stuff. If you have more questions after you study it, let us know, visionreport.org. But I wanna challenge you to surrender to the gospel and get on the playing field. Come on out of the grandstands and get on the playing field and let's honor God with his tithe and let's be a part of God growing this church back to its former glory, if not greater glory. Can I get an amen? I believe God is going to do it. And I can't encourage you enough. There's all kind of ways to give. You, you know what they are. They'll, they'll throw them up there for you. We haven't talked about an offering today. But you simply go online is the best way. Text NH Movement to 77977. You can download the New Hope app. You can go to the website forward slash give. You can mail your checks in. Those of you who like to, used to do it in the basket, you can mail them in right there. In person, we have giving boxes and giving kiosk. And the best thing you can do, if you hear anything I say, hear this part. Figure out your tithe, 
if you wanna honor God with your finances, and notice it's his tithe, amen? It's not mine, it's God's tithe. Everything you have, God gave you. Do you know that? The roof over your head, even if it leaks, God gave it to you. The clothes on your back, God gave it to you. The car you drove today, or a motorcycle. If you drove a motorcycle today, God bless you. <laughs> Everything you have is his. And he says, all I want you to do is bring 10%. That's what tithe means, apodicato. All I want you to do is bring 10% into the local storehouse and let's be a part of changing the world. And if you wanna do that, go in, figure out your tithe. Again, this is the most important thing I can tell you to do. And just click reoccurring. Just reoccurring. That way it takes care of itself every single month and you can celebrate that you are a part of the hope gospel mission that God has entrusted to us. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Let me end with a story. And then we're gonna sing and we're gonna celebrate one great baptism. Uh, Timothy Keller is one of my favorite. Can we turn those up? I can't even hear them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Timothy Keller is um, one of my greatest um, mentors from a distance. Some of you have read him. He's, he's written some great books. Uh, he was a pastor, recently retired. Tim Keller tells a story about a professor that he had in seminary, a professor by the name of Dr. Addison Leet. And Addison Leek tells this story of a young couple that was in his class that came to him and said, Dr. Leek, we feel called to go to the mission field. And he got all excited. He taught missions. He got all excited and he said, this is great. I wanna help you. I wanna be a part of it. You need to go tell your parents. So the young kids went and told their parents. Time out. Hey, parents. If one of your kids came to you. I got my two boys are over here that they're still at home. If they came to me or your kids came to you and they said, hey, yo, God's, God's wrecked my life and I, I'm gonna drop out of college and go to the mission field. How would you respond? These two took their professor's advice and went and told their parents, good old capitalistic American parents. And the first thing the parents did was, Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, we think you might have gotten a little too religious. You've obviously had a religious experience and don't you want to stay in school and don't you want to get your degree and, and don't you want to get in the corporate upward ladder and don't you want to do this and don't you want to do that? And the, 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 the kids were, they were distraught by this. Their parents raised them in the church, but it was kind of one of those sanctimonious social club churches I was describing earlier. So, so the, the, the young folks went back to the professor and they told him how their parents had responded. They said to, to the professor, hey, hey, prof, what should we say? What should we tell our parents? <laughs> Quote, unquote. Dr. Addison Leake said this. Here's what I would say to your parents. Tell them we're on a little ball of rock spinning through space. <laughs> it's called Earth. And who knows if we're going to run into something. But even if we don't, someday under each one of us is going to open a trap door and everybody's going to fall off. At the end of your life, a trap door will open up underneath you. 
and you will fall off the little ball of rock. And underneath you, watch this, will be the everlasting arms or nothing at all. And you think a master's degree or a career is going to give you some security? What are you living for? Careers are important, don't mishear me. Education is important, right? You know I believe in that, I did it. Being successful is important, I get it. But don't you wanna use your one and only life for something that will outlast this ball of rock that's going to end one day? Of course you do. That's why you're here. And I'm so honored to know and love and serve you and so excited for what God's going to do in the months and the years ahead as we lock arms shoulder to shoulder and grow this church out of 2020 and beyond. To God be the glory, now and forever in his church. Amen and amen. Come on, if you receive it and you celebrate it, celebrate the goodness of God. Pray with me. Father, we love you today. Father, we thank you that you have called us to be a part of a pivotal moment in the history of this church, in the history of your planet, oh God. Father, we're so honored that you would count us in your story. Father, I thank you for every single person online and those who have gathered today to celebrate 19 years of this church. And Father, I'm fully aware of the fact that when I talk about things like this, God, there are those who are fired up and excited and they're thankful that I'm talking about it because I rarely do. And there are others, oh God, that just feel, they feel a little convicted. Maybe you're here and you're a lot convicted. And you know that the Holy Spirit is convicting you in this moment. Beloved, I would declare to you, grace abounds. But I would also declare to you that today can be the day of repentance. Repentance simply means to turn from, to, to do a 180 and move in a different direction. And I want to unashamedly invite you to join us in sowing into this particular storehouse to the glory and honor of God as we reach, teach, and release. Hey, if you're not sure and you're hesitant, there's another card connected to that first card. It's called the tithe test. Malachi 3 says, test me in this. That's not Benji's words, that's God's word. He says, test me in this. So why don't you test him? 
Why don't you test them? Fill that card out, drop it out. You can read all the details. You test God for three months. You honor God with the tithe. And if after three months you have not been blessed and you are not thankful and cheerful to give, we will give you every last penny back. Because we want something for you and not necessarily something from you. So, oh God, I pray that in this moment, it, there would just be a, a great sense of buy-in and commitment and even repentance that we would honor you, oh God, with the first fruits. We would pour into your storehouse and watch you continue to bless this movement. And we pray it in Jesus' name. All of God's people said together, amen.